We know that women's stories matter and that and we know that it's really important to be witnessed as we share our truth. Right. And one of the pieces that I've learned over the years is without risk, there is no truth. And a therapist said this to me 30 years ago, and I didn't really get it until much later. But it's true without that risk, with a little bit of that fear of that edge of creative growth happening, like where we don't know what it's going to be or how it's going to turn out. That is the magic right there, because that's when we surrender into the trust, into the divine yes of, okay, I'm going to I'm going to take the risk and I'm going to do it. So that I can access my truth and so that I can stand in my power while sharing my truth and not crumble and not fall apart. Welcome home to Soul Shine Radio. I'm your hostess, Lindsay Martin Ellis, embodied intuitive, spiritual guide, author, and speaker. This is your sacred virtual sanctuary where myself and heart centered guest experts. We'll be sharing through a multidimensional lens our innate wisdom, practices, transmissions, and activations to support you in navigating the integration of your spiritual journey and human experience. I am here to help you bring the pleasure, presence, and play back into your soul's evolution. To surrender into the great mystery so that you can embody your magic and become a magnet for miracles. And of course, to remind you of the gift in breaking wide open, because it's the cracks that allows your light to shine through. It's time to unleash and radiate your unique soul shine, because the world craves your radiant light now more than ever. You ready? Let's do this, love. Happy Monday, beautiful people. I am going to keep this intro short and sweet again because this is a two-part episode with my publisher, Astara Jane Ashley, founder of Flower of Life Press. Oh my goodness. I kind of want to read her. I never do this, but I love her, her bio. So I just want you to viscerally feel this. Because I feel like you can feel the heart and the resonance of what Astara, what her soul mission truly is in this lifetime. So here it goes. Wasn't planning on doing this, but this is how we flow. (laughs) With 20 years of deep healing and embodiment work behind her, Astara's life mission is to midwife 1 million women's voices via their books into a new cultural narrative that amplifies divine feminine energy and restores the wisdom that has been suppressed for eons. Her teachings are based on ancient knowledge and feminine principles of unity, connection, love, inclusivity, collaboration, community, equitability, and expansion. Through Flower of Life Press, her authors receive the support they need to unearth their soul's message open their creative channel, and write their best-selling and impactful book from a place of authenticity. Oh my gosh, I have full body chills. I had never read her bio until I was searching for it to put in the show notes, and every single word of that is absolutely true. And, you know, this episode's called Activating Your Voice and Catalyzing Your Creativity and 
you know, the first part of this episode is is a is a dialogue of Astara and myself. Um, her asking me questions, me asking her questions, sharing my experience now that I'm on the other side of this process. And it's interesting because I had Astara. She was a guest on one of my um, virtual collaborative retreats in October of 2021. And I felt called to share a workshop style experience that she provided for our community at the time. And this is, is this is archived content. And she takes you through a, a visceral process to begin to connect with your intuition to you know, there's a burn ritual involved, there's journaling, there's meditation, there's visualization uh, really around like, is it, is this the voice of fear coming through or is this the voice of love coming through? And it's funny because when I had Astara, a part of my, as a, as a, as a guest on my retreat, her and I met in beautiful, on the beautiful big island of Hawaii. And it was an immediate connection. I knew that I, I, I knew that I was to write a book. It was something that spirit had showed me time and time again. And I was just like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, like I, I, I thought it was like a, okay, fine. In 10 years, like maybe <laughs> I'm not ready yet. Like when I have something to share, I will. And so I had her come on and I wasn't ready yet to start the process and then she came to me, gosh, when was it? At the beginning of 2022. And it was such a full body yes that I just knew. I knew that I needed to do this for myself. And and it was really for me. It was really for me to start to step into my authentic leadership and to share share who I am. And it was an, an extremely transformational process. It wasn't always easy, um, but that's, but is growth ever, <laughs> you know, and I'm so grateful that I, that I did this and to, to know that I'm a best-selling author in the, in the category of spiritual healing, to know that I'm still, I'm still getting text messages. I'm still getting Facebook messages. I'm still getting emails. I still get people that say like, I just bought your book. And I know that that's just going to continue for years. And it's not the only book that I have in me and it and it truly initiated me on this new level of self-expression, visibility, authenticity, truth. And, and, and again, there's like a lightness and it does, it takes courage. It takes a willingness to go there. And I'm, I'm just so glad that I did. And I'm so grateful that I had Astara and her team to support, support me, support us. And yeah, so I'm I'm just excited to share you with her and it's true like this is the difference between running a business just for profit, right, versus doing like the soul mission work and her vision is so clear, right? And why she's so connected to amplifying the voices of women in this way in terms of self-expression, creativity, all of the things using her voice, you know, and of course, like she's insanely successful and it's from the heart. And so this is where it's like, it can be all of it. It's a both and, and I'm experiencing that too. And I'm continuing to call so many other beings into my life that are successful because they're of service, 
right? It's like the being of service comes first and the success is a byproduct of that, right? Because the outer world, of course, has to match the inner world. So I think the only piece that I want to share from my personal world, because last, was it last week? I don't know. I feel like I haven't been divulging as much as I typically do because things have been pretty amplified over here in my world. And I now, since I've publicly shared that my honey and I are selling our house, so things have been moving and shaken up over here. And honestly, I'm in such a space of cleansing my field, moving my body, nourishing myself, like just like no alcohol, no refined sugars, like my sleep is of highest priority nature. I mean, the amount of breaks that I'm taking, the amount of like times that I really get to pause and clear my field because there's so many things happening. There's so much happening in my business. I'm developing a new mastermind that came through recently. I, of course, I'm listing my house. I'm pre-packing. I mean, there's just so much beautiful there's so much beauty in my life right now and it's a lot it's a lot so I'm really like okay I I called this in I've created space so much spaciousness in order to hold this and I'm like the moment that I start to feel exhausted I'm like nope not my story (laughs) like not my monkey not my circus anymore and I just give myself the rest and I'm noticing how much I'm able to hold and how much I'm able to keep forging on and how much energy and capacity I have to like cook every night and make all the meals and like just do creative projects like I painted a painting last week like I'm still doing what I love and I'm packing my house and I'm like really supporting my husband right now because his business is blowing up and he's out and about a lot and just waking up early and making his lunch and cooking dinner every single night and serving my clients and packing the house and making we're going on a trip next week so it's just been like oh yeah this is it like this is it this is my life like this is my new baseline and I feel it and I'm 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 in it like before I was just like one foot in one foot out and I'm like no no no, this it's here I'm in it um my husband and I do have a very strong impulse as to where we will be ending up however we have decided that that doesn't get to be shared yet we're not ready and This is the beauty of like, of course, I share so much of my personal life with you all because this is what my soul signed up for, but um, I don't have to give it all away (laughs) yet. Um, So who knows? Will we stay locally? Where will we end up? I don't even know. I Like I say, I think I know, but I'm surrendering to that too. So we're pretty excited. It feels right. This has been something that we decided on over six months ago. And we have been working behind the scenes to allow everything to to move forward and 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 manifest in the way that it has. And I do want to say that this is the piece that is the surrender, the active surrender role, and how we must surrender and we must take the action, right? It's like the devotion first and then the discipline to actually do the thing that so many people miss. So what I found is, you know, the discipline was there in the past and the devotion wasn't. Like the masculine was there and the feminine wasn't. And then I went over to the feminine and I like just was like, oh yeah, surrender means I just sit here. (laughs) 
I think that's part of the process. And then I'm like, oh, wait, no, that doesn't feel good either. Like, no, I want to actually create. <laughs> I want to cause and create things in the world. And so now I'm like, okay, devotion first, heart first, intuition first, you know, receptivity first. And then when I'm in that space and then, then I do the damn thing. And we all know I know how to get shit done. Um, but it feels so good to to come from this like regenerative place of like pure life force. It's just such a yummy feeling and it feels new for me. Um, but like I said, I feel like I'm like cemented in now. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm here. I'm doing it. I'm being it. This feels nice. Okay. And just noticing when the patterns come back through, it's so clear. Like I I know now, I know when my body is like, okay, you want to go down that path again? These are the choices you're going to make when you do, when you're exhausted. <laughs> and so it's been really fun to play in the quantum in this way. And I'm just in awe of the beauty of this world. I also would love if all of you could send love to my beautiful dear sister, Kim, who is healing from liver cancer. I got to spend some time with her this week and there she has been like busting through in the miracles department. And I would just absolutely love if you could all continue to send her prayers, love, healing for herself and her family and her loved ones. I think that's it. So enjoy this episode with Astara, enjoy the conversation and enjoy the practice. And, you know, if you're driving or doing something else, of course, you know, maybe you can kind of do the practice a little bit lightly and gingerly. But, you know, if you're listening to this, it means that you're connected to growth in some fashion. And and we can't just hear it. We've got to do it. And it's uncomfortable at first. And you don't want to sit still at first, right? And so I promise you, though, this is how we shift is actually doing the work, right? There's like a burn ritual in the practice from Astara. Like, can you give that to yourself? Can you alchemize burning a piece of paper that has things written on there that are not true, that are not yours anymore, that are not in your highest timeline, right? Can you actually like be connected to the feeling of what it means to burn a piece of paper like that, knowing like, okay, I'm I'm letting this go into my being. I'm alchemizing the wholeness of myself so that I can continue to move forward. So that's my secret. It's no secret, <laughs> but it's because like, I don't just talk about it and I don't just like have this high level, oh yeah, I'm going to do this or these practices sound great. Like I'm actually in them, embodying them all the time. Like I woke up feeling so anxious because my house has, I'm cleaning, like I'm pre-cleaning, I'm pre-packing, I'm just like cleaning things out. And there's a lot of papers and things that Chad and I had stuffed in drawers from like our old lives, like a lot of stuff from my engineering days, a lot of stuff from his finance days. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, I can feel the weight of like, all of the energy that some of these things hold in our house. And, you know, I'll start in a room and then I'm like, oh yeah, okay, gotta change that up. Gotta go do something else. Or I start getting tired and then I go like make myself a meal or I go take Luna on a walk. And then I like, wait, I woke up today and our house was in shambles and I'm like, oh, I can't do this. I can't do this. I'm about to have a mini breakdown. And then I just gave myself the tools like, 
I am not this mess, right? Like this is only temporary. What a gift that I get to be in this position of listing my house and starting something new and I'm in a transitory time and can I be okay with that? Can I accept that? Can I love that? Can I know that it's not going to be perfect? Can I still be centered even though, I mean, this is, I I grew roots in this home. So of course I'm going to be feeling like a little bit wobbly from time to time and can I just love myself through those parts you know so this is it it's like when I talk about these things I'm not just like oh yeah I did that once and here we are (laughs) it's like oh gosh here it is feel the anxiety feels like a tornado in my house and then I start feeling like the tornado and I and I simply am like whoa pause create the space for the miracle to occur like that's all that I'm doing and it works and it doesn't need to be a big ordeal so and 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 this is why I love Astara because she gets like the embodiment piece like being in our bodies and connecting to source in that way is everything and she gets it and that's why I'm so glad that I said yes to this journey with her first of many books (laughs) can't guarantee when the next one will come through but the last piece that I wanted to mention about this process is you know is after you listen to this episode and do the practices and tune in you will know if if your way of creative expression or your next step is a book but you can apply this to any form of creative expression in your life any form of using your voice any form of sharing who you truly are with the world. I mean, there's so a multitude of ways that we can do that right now in this world. So it may be a book. It may not be in a, in a star. And I also talk about that too. Like, again, is this truly coming from what your soul is is calling for? You know? And again, for me, I'll be quite honest you know, people, of course, are transforming in the book. You know, people are, are are sharing great feedback. People are loving the book and it's supportive for them. But I did not do this for anyone else but myself. Like this book, the Turning Point Stories, this anthology that I wrote with these other women under the beautiful guidance of Astara, I did it for me. I did it so that I could be like, this is who I am and not have shame around it and not be afraid and not hide anymore and it's like opened up the waterfall of like okay huh. you know and I, I was slowly doing that over the last few years but now like with even with the podcast everything is just like I don't have to tiptoe around anything anymore because it's just me and that's also why I feel that I'm able to hold more right now because the amount of energetic capacity that hiding who you are takes up is like wearing a backpack of a ton of rocks. So I think I'll leave it there. So yay, I'm moving. Don't know what the future holds. Do we ever? So now you get to know that and play with me in real time of like, you're going to watch me grow literally in every area of my life while in the middle of massive transition, right? Because it's all part of it. And I'm excited to show you how it's done because it's possible. And I know that the that the form, that the materialization of the inner game that I've truly been 
um, nurturing over the last few years, like this is it, it's crystallizing right now and it's only the beginning. And again, this is, this is my, my prayer for the world, for those who want it. (laughs) Not everybody may want that. All right. I hope you're having a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful day. I love you. Thank you. And I'll catch you next week for another episode. Hello, beautiful community of the Awakened Feminine Collective. Of course, Lindsay here. And I'm here with the lovely Astara Ashley, who is the founder of Flower of Life Press, my publisher. Do you want to say hello for a moment? Yes. Hi, everybody. So happy to be here today to chat. Yeah. I love how we just kind of intuitively decided to have this conversation and I really just wanted to bring you on here, Astara, because the experience of writing this anthology, Turning Point, and publishing my first book and becoming a best-selling author, you know, like tangibly, of course, all of that's great and how knowing that people are reading it, but the internal shift that has happened in my life since mm. I've claimed that for myself and and like the the lightness inside of me just to know that who I am is out there and mm. and knowing that it's it's being received or not received just knowing mm-hmm. that I did it feels so good and I had a couple of people asking about my process so I figured why not bring you on and and come and share a little bit more with our community so I'll, I'll get back over to you oh thank you Lindsay Well, I am just so thrilled to be here to chat about this because it's such a big part of my purpose, which I figured out over the years to support women's voices to come forward. And for us as um, empowered, fully self-expressed women to find ways to share our message. And so writing and getting published is is my way of, um, of supporting women to do that. And so it was just such a joy after having been in um, different, you know, uh, areas together, like we were in a coaching program together and having gotten to know you, I just knew you had a really good story to share and, ah, and, uh, <laughs> and you can still be messy and, and knock your microphone over and oh, yeah. rolling with yeah, it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, and so I, I always love to talk about this because I know when the invitation arrives, sometimes it can feel like, Oh boy, wait a minute. What? What do I have to do? I have to like, you know, be vulnerable in this way and and speak about something that's really personal, perhaps, and and then put it out there in public in a book that people are going to buy and read. So I was just really wanting to hear from you what that felt like. The yes, like how did you have that internal yes that it was time that it would serve you and it would serve your business and it would serve your community. Well, if you want the honest answer, uh, whenever I was truly connecting in 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 meditation and prayer, I saw myself. I saw myself Mm -hmm. on stages. I saw myself writing books. I saw myself collaborating with other emissaries of the divine feminine. It excited me. It scared me, (laughs) but I, but it felt real. It felt like, Mm -hmm. oh, wow. I, you know, I had the, who am I? I had the, am I making this up? But then it just really kept coming through stronger and stronger. Mm -hmm. And with a beautiful aspect of that though, is, you know, that just comes with, I think, grace and patience and tuning in, right. Of Mm -hmm. like, okay, creating the spaciousness to deeply listen but I really didn't know what I wanted to write about. I was like, okay, I, there's like this book here, but I did, I just didn't, it didn't feel like I was ready. 
And then when you came to me about the this beautiful anthology, I was like, okay, this is how the divine works, right? Like, oh, I've seen this. I've 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 held this vision. I know that this is part of my path. And I have a container now. I have support. I have a deadline. I have something that is kind of like my foot in the door to start mm-hmm. to share and self-express. Mm-hmm. I know I have a zillion books in me and and I feel like it's exactly what I needed at that moment to just say yes. So mm. thank you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> thank you. Because you're right. It is that creating the spaciousness to hear and to feel the resonance of the invitation, you know, yeah. because so many of us over yes, everything. And so we yes. want to be really discerning about, am I really a yes? Or is it just because it felt good to maybe have the opportunity or whatever? But I know I have over yesed a lot of things. So I've had to get really discerning about my yeses and my nos. And, and so when you said yes, then, then the process begins of like, okay, now what, what am I going to share? Yeah. And so, you know, and we know, (laughs) we know that women's stories matter. And that, and we know that it's really important to be witnessed as we share our truth, right? And one of the pieces that I've learned over the years is without risk, there is no truth. Mm-hmm. And a therapist said this to me 30 years ago, and I didn't really get it until much later, but it's true. Without that risk, with a little bit of that fear of that edge of oh, creative growth happening, like where we don't know what it's going to be or how it's going to turn out. That is the magic right there, because that's when we surrender into the trust, into the divine yes of, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to take the risk and I'm going to do it so that I can access my truth and so that I can stand in my power while sharing my truth and not crumble and not fall apart. You know, so for me, that's what I think a lot of women go through when they're finding ways to self-express, finding ways to share their message and to be of service. Is, is there a little bit of risk involved? Yes. That's a good thing. Totally. Because if not, it means we're not evolving. Right. It's part of the evolutionary process. It's part of growth. It's part of, yeah, it's, it's part of moving forward and moving on. And, and, and yes, like doing that in community and sisterhood has been an integral aspect of this because, you know, it, it can feel so isolating and scary and we often talk ourselves out of it. But I can tell you being on the other side of the various ways of self-expression and the book really elevated me in mm-hmm. my leadership mm-hmm. in like, okay, it's out there. I'm out there. And you know what happens is you start to feel so light because you don't have to hide who you are anymore. Like it's just yeah. out there. Yeah. And that's been the biggest reward for me, honestly. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. For me, um, a big, a big part of my work has been to clear shame around mistakes I've made in my life. And, um, uh, one of which was leaving my first marriage and, uh, choosing to be with somebody else and with little kids and everything. It was a big, like, whoa. And this was about 15 years ago. But when I decided to kind of come out with it publicly, the story, I knew that I had no other choice, that that was the way I would clear the shame because otherwise I would just still be hiding and feeling all that guilt and all that regret and all of that pain around being bad, around being like a bad person who's done something bad, right? And that judgment. 
And so, um, yeah. So when we kind of go to that place where we're like, huh, what is the thing that I really don't want anybody to know about me that I would be mortified if anybody knew feel into that because that's the place that wants to be expressed and, um, brought back into wholeness, loved back into wholeness through our willingness to accept that, accept that part of ourselves unconditionally. Do you want to know what what mine was? Yeah. My spirituality. Uh Aha. Yeah. My spiritual leadership. And I, it it probably to most that doesn't sound that big of a deal, but you know, it was such deep rooted wounds of being a leader in this Mm -hmm. way. Mm-hmm. and and claiming it from myself and that's really what the book was because i i went deep in in i just went there i was just honest about my mm-hmm. life and and you know experiences of of losing people and mm-hmm. having you know debilitating health issues and yeah. sacred travel and you know, spiritual awakenings and near death experiences, right? I'm like, holy cow, you know, and I, and, and I think it's important to share that I have a beautiful life. I really do. Mm. But when I went and looked back, I'm like, yeah, as humans, we go through some things. Like I've been through some things and it's important and it's, it's propelling me into my life and my leadership and my transformation and this process I'm actually shocked at how much more I discovered about myself because, you know, you and I have met in some pretty deep containers. I've done a lot of work and a lot of healing and a lot of inner exploration. And there was so much more, so much more that came through in this process. Yeah, that's beautiful. I know there's always more layers that come available. And the way to get there, I find, is to just be really present. Like, what's the current edge I'm facing uh, like for me right now, my current edge are some health issues and having gone through menopause and um, lots of things shifting. And I haven't had health issues yet until this point in my life. Right. And so that's my edge. Like what? I mean, it's it's making me face my mortality. Uh, I, I'm in this like sandwich place in my life with kids leaving the house and my parents are elderly. And, you know, so if I can go into that space right now and write about it and come face to face with my soul, I can get through that. It's like an instant way of navigating and alchemizing the fear or whatever it is that's coming up for us. That's creating that edge. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. And it was really about fear of fear of my authentic self. That was a lot that came through in Mm -hmm. in Egypt um, last April of 2022. And I, I was actually a little shocked by that. And, and right, it's all connected because of course we're all spiritual beings here just having in human yeah. form, right? Yeah. And, and I recognized that it was time for me to stop just playing over here in private around what's supporting me and and mm-hmm. my experience and and um and the book. I'm I'm actually now that I'm on the other side of it, I'm I'm like shocked in the best way at how much it actually helped me weave together the golden thread of my life and mm-hmm. why I'm here and just feeling good about it. And I do want a presence. I, you know, I've been, this has been coming through a lot and I've talked about it a lot with the community here and on the podcast is this is about you making that choice in your sovereignty. A lot of people just write a book because they think it's what everybody else is doing. And this is why I love you, Astara, because this is not 
who you're calling in. You're calling in true divine feminine leaders that have a story to tell that that really gets to be birthed through them, Mm -hmm. not for the sake of just putting words on paper. And it's like anything. I say this with the podcast, right? Because there's all these things, there's all this external noise. So maybe if you wanted to kind of get into maybe supporting some people in heeding the call and, and noting the difference between, am I just doing this because all of my friends are doing this or because I think this is what I need? Or am I doing this because it's time and I'm ready and I don't want to let fear stop me from telling my story with the world? Yeah, that's right. That's what it is. So it does take a certain amount of um, tr- a, a lot of trust and a little bit of risk and um, and that willingness to do the work, right? To face it and to be ready to embrace it and do the work to love it back into wholeness because we can all write a book and try to make money on it and let it, you know, get us to the next finish line. But the truth is there is no finish line. All nope. there are are just these relays and we're just on them. And um, and I appreciate, thank you for sharing that and appreciating that because it's true. It's not about keeping up with the Joneses or doing what everybody else does. It's a unique expression that belongs to you, that you get to share without shame and with uh, and and the willingness to be projected upon too by people who may not like it. Oh, right? yeah. That was a big so fear. Yeah. So there's something about the willingness to kind of stand in that in the middle and hold that pillar of strength for for yourself and for all women because our voices have been suppressed for eons. And so what can we do? You know, I'm a 52-year-old woman here living in Connecticut in the United States. Like, what can I do? I can just share my own truth. That's the best thing I can do and then support others and just model that. And by doing it, it creates liberation. And I know you said freedom is one of your biggest values. Yeah. And so freedom is not always easy. It can be messy. But that's the beauty of it is that it's not what we think it is. It's not, it's the opposite of what we think. Totally. It's what we feel, you know, and it's about, like you said, doing it in a container where you're not alone. Yeah. That just makes it so much easier to be authentic and to tap into that higher self that wants to speak through us and also being the vessel of the divine mm. and lo- allowing the divine to speak through us and lead us through that and get empty enough to be able to hear and listen what she wants to say through our yeah. essence. So it's it's po- spiritually very powerful. I really love your your story and your willingness mm. to go there. Yeah. Thank you. And embrace it. And I went very deep. And I mean, a lot of people were surprised by that because I'm very deep, but I'm also, and I'm also very light. I love to hold both. (laughs) I love to hold all of it. And it was such a, and it was also this permission slip because a lot of people came to me excited to go deep and excited Mm -hmm. to have deeper conversations and places where I was maybe othering myself or saying like, oh, this is this connection here. It again, created an opportunity for people to get curious and to be like, I want to know her. I want to know her Mm -hmm. deeper. And it's allowed other relationships, including my families, including my partners, including just people that I meet at the gym or just, you know, locally, it's allowed relationships to blossom because Mm. it's true. People just want real and people feel that. And 
again, not everybody's going to like it. And I'm, I'm noticing the more that I'm, you know, stepping into my leadership in the spotlight. I get people not liking me all the time or, you know, there's internet trolls. I mean, it's maybe a half a percent of the feedback that I get that's yeah. supportive. And that's yeah. what I'm continuing to focus on because not everybody's ready, right? That's why people yeah. people get to choose to purchase the book, read the book. And, you know, it's to me, success is like once I finish my part mm-hmm. and done the work, everything else is out of my hands. Yeah, you know? it's right. It's like the book has its own energy. energy. It's, it's It's its own being. And it will find the hands of the people who need her, right? Because it is yeah. the voice of the divine feminine right. collectively and right. the each unique expression. And so it's doing its work. It's serving. And you catalyzed that by saying yes to sharing your truth and being open and willing to face whatever comes at you without crumbling and still holding, you know, holding that, yeah. that vibe. So um, I call it the eye of the thing. hurricane. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. In the eye of the hurricane. And um, it is really interesting to to have a light, to have that spotlight too, and to be step into more visibility and face whatever that brings. Because that, yeah. that's not always easy either, but it brings so much beauty and so much authenticity. I'm sure your relationships, there's no BS anywhere in your life. I mean, you know, yeah. it's like it's over. What's the point? There's and that's no how I've always felt, but I realized that I was separating myself and that was a piece of, wow, I'm, I was really compartmentalizing my life and that's exhausting. And yeah. I, you know, I don't have to give all of myself, right? I don't have to give everything away, but I, at, at my core, I am myself when I write this book. I am myself when I show up on my podcast. I am myself with yeah. my family. I am myself yeah. with my husband. And that is so liberating. Um and so I've had a couple of sisters ask because we now have volume two of this beautiful Turning Point series anthology. And I would love for you to express how people can connect with you if they are feeling the impulse and this this conversation is making your heart beat a little bit faster, how they can connect with you and learn a little bit more. Well, thank you, Lindsay. Thank you. Um, yeah. So one, one thing I wanted to just like just witness so much in your work and your expression is your ability to, to create intimacy, you know, and your ability to be real. And that's what builds trust and intimacy. And it's not anything else than that. And so that's, what's so important in our lives is that intimacy, right. And, and the long-term intimacy that we can sustain even through the hills and valleys of, you know, whatever it might be. So, yeah, so we have a couple spots left in the next uh, volume two of the series, and it's called Turning Point, Empowering Stories to Activate the Divine Feminine Within. And so um, there are 22 authors in the book, and we have a few spots available. Like I said, we have, uh, I think, one more featured author spot, and then the rest are regular author spots. And there's a little bit of a distinction there. You can go to... uh, turningpointstory.com and read more about what's available. And if you'd like to participate, we would love to showcase your voice in this collection and we will be publishing it in June. So there will be a lot of handholding and support along the way as you birth your story in 3000 words. And um, I'm here to hold your hand. We've got great editors on our team and 
We collaboratively market and we also support you with six live workshops and one-on-one call with me to deepen in around the story and how you want to maybe, you know, um, weave this into your life in one way or another into your business or into uh, other aspects of what your vision is for your life. I, um, the card actually closes on Monday. So today's Friday. I will be available over the weekend if anybody wants to chat. All you need to do is email me at Astara at Flower of Life Press and I'll hop on and connect with you. So, and you can reach out to me too, and I can support in getting you connected with Astara and sharing my experience. And I will say, I had never worked with editors before in this, you know, formal way. I was blown away. Uh, I love how you also let us all have our unique voices and didn't over edit. And it it like really simplified and streamlined um, the mm-hmm. process for me. And mm-hmm. then the last piece is the container. I mean, we had, we went deep because, you know, again, it's like you think you're alone when you're having a meltdown, like, because all the things come through, like, right, the emotions and it's so healing. It's so cathartic. And then you realize, oh, wow, this is happening for everyone. And then you feel so connected. All of these women were mostly strangers. It's like we now have such a deep connection with one another because you held us so beautifully in this container to support the true birthing <laughs> of of this process. So I, I truly wanted to thank you for that. Oh, Lindsay, thank you. Such a gift. Such a gift. It's, it's my honor and blessing. To, and, it's, uh, and I'm not do done. It. I'm not done. I <laughs> oh, already, no, I, already I know. <laughs> it's the seed has been planted, right? And this happens yeah. a lot. This is a really beautiful first step um, for getting published and having that experience and then being able to see what wants to come through next, whether it's your own book, your own, so your memoirs or curriculum yeah. or whatever it is that wants to come through next. It's uh a great way to grow your email list and your platform and your author yeah. platform as you, you know, starting out in an anthology. Beautiful. Yeah. Are there any final thoughts that you have or words to express with our beloved community? This will also be repurposed for a podcast. I'm going to share a, an amazing workshop that Astara shared with us that I had her come in and teach to our community, which is in our archives. I'm going to be sharing that with her permission. Yay. So you get to actually yes. have some deeper practice and and I love you because you also get the embody, like, right? You get it all and you understand the alchemization through the body, right? Through connecting with source and how all interconnected it is. So yeah. stay tuned for that on the podcast as well. It's going to be a little juicy and a lot of fun. Yeah. Thank you. And I'll just leave, um, I'll leave the call with this question, this invitation for anybody who's listening to pick up a pen and some paper, preferably not your computer at this point, just handwritten. And write about something that you would be really scared to share, that you would not want the world to know about you. There is some information inside of that prompt. So, you know, go for it and know that we all have it. We all are all of it. And um, if there's something in there that is holding any shame in your life, it will come through when you answer that question, what would I be really mortified if anybody found out about me? And then you can burn it afterwards, throw it away. It's only for you. But this is kind of a first step of unleashing like something that might want to be alchemized or cleared or healed through your own writing. So thanks. Yeah. Thanks, Lindsay. 
Go out in nature, right? And connect with yourself. Not definitely not on the computer, right? If you truly want yeah, it to be yeah. from your from your essence. So yeah. thank you for being such a light in this world. Thank you for your sacred work and reach uh, out to Astara or myself if this is, you know, feeling all yummy inside. Have a yeah. beautiful, beautiful, beautiful day. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, so we have a beautiful Astara in the waiting room. We've got our next retreat guide here, and I am so pumped for this one. Oh, let's see. There you are. Oh, my word. Beautiful priestess and your green. We're matching today. Yay! (laughs) The heart. The heart. The heart chakra. So good to see you, beauty. So beautiful to be with you. Oh my gosh. Well, uh, we've, you know, yesterday was a lot of, you know, connection, connecting to self, connecting to source, con- you know, like creating that, that vulnerability, that, that, you know, just starting to be seen, starting to feel safe. And then today we've done a lot of movement to integrate. We had like potent activations, Mary Magdalene past, you know, um, activations. We had uh, Marin. I don't know if you saw Marin was here. That was like, whew, in the middle of our day yesterday. And now, you know, now it's like, we get to start sharing, we get to start using our voice, we get to start being seen, we all have a story, we all have experiences. And you are just an amazing publisher, writer, truth teller, and you know, you're bringing in all of the women who get to share their story. So with that, I will let you talk all about soul aligned books and how to get your story out into the world. Yay. Thank you so much, Lindsay. And welcome, everybody. I'm so happy to be here, part of this beautiful collective of thought leaders and um, just, you know, people on a mission with a message, right? That's, That's what I feel really brings us all together into this connected web of sisterhood, of love, of community, of synarchy, you know, the opposite of hierarchy. It's like we're linking arms, just like the flower of life. That's my logo. And it's the symbol that really, to me, represents what it is you're creating, Lindsay, and what we're all contributing to. I'm like writing notes over here. Synergy. <laughs> you know, like, okay, I'm going to put things in the chat when I go on mute. But I wanted to just let you know, um, I am here. I'll go off screen. I'm checking the chat. If you need anything, just holler. But really, this is your, your time. Okay. And then... Um, you know, about on the hour is when we'll complete. So, you know, maybe 10 minutes till 15 minutes till whenever you finish, we can see if questions come through. Okay. So everybody's like in state and yeah, I'm excited for. Oh, I'm so glad. Okay. So let's just dive in everybody. (sighs) I am thrilled to support you today in activating your voice and catalyzing your creativity And you're all dropped in, you've moved, you've opened up your flow. I can feel it. I can feel it in myself. I was moving around a little bit before I was brought on camera. And, you know, it's just the perfect time for us to be able to write a new story. And, you know, these old patriarchal systems that have kept us trapped for so long that have kept us suppressed and oppressed and through our lineage and through our Uh, experiences in our life right now, we know that the divine feminine is rising, that this feminine energy of collaboration and synarchy and creativity and equanimity, right? All of that is rising. 
And so it's so beautiful to be able to just like draft off the momentum that's already out in the field and that's being activated here to create change, you know, to create a new story for yourself and to really rewire and reset your mindset so that you can hold equanimity in the middle of chaos, because that's what we're really learning to do here is to hold steady and not get not get knocked over um, based on what's going, going on around us. So with all of that uncertainty, I know that many of you may be desiring to create more balance in your life and in your relationships and in your businesses. And so the qualities that I've been feeling into here, which can really serve your writing practice, the ones that we really want to focus on are discernment and focus and flexibility, you know, along with that open heart and firm boundaries so that we can stay connected on the horizontal plane with each other, but also stay connected vertically with source. So we're holding that, like that solar cross of energy and right in the center there is that space where you're holding strong and solid, like a firmly rooted tree that can be, you know, moved in the wind, but will not be knocked over. So I just want you to know that I'm with you. I'm in this with you. And you are not alone in terms of any confusion or stress or chaos or um, just like that kind of need to numb or escape in order to manage our nervous system. Like I'm with you and we're all doing this together. And it's such a good time in the world right now for us to ripple out these positive vibrations so that we can uh, make a difference. And the more we do it together in this kind of a format, the more it gets amplified. And the more we hold this energy of um, focus, discernment, flexibility, truth, you know, and the more we release the things that would hold us back, like shame and fear and pain and struggle, um, then we can really let the universe know like what it is we want, what is it we're creating, what is this new story that we're writing, and what is the new thing that we want to come in. So we're going to do a a ritual today. Um, We're going to go through some some journal prompts together, and I'm going to lead you through a process. And then um, the final step of the process you'll be doing on your own after the call, after the day is over. Um, because it includes fire and it's you're going to be burning something. So you don't nece- you don't want to be doing it necessarily that piece of it here, but I'm going to bring you through the process, okay? So I'd love for you to grab your um, your paper, your journal, your pencil, your pen. And if you can freehand write, that would be best for this as opposed to typing um, because it just accesses a different part of our brain than we're normally used to using. And it can activate some different creative flow. So I know that many of you want to write a book that matters. You know, I talk to so many women and people every day that are just feel the calling. Like they feel that there's a a book inside of them that wants to be birthed, but they just don't know how to move forward what to do. You know, they just basically don't even really know where to start. So let me know in the chat box um, if any of this sounds familiar. 
And Lindsay, if you can help me navigate the chat box, that would be great. I do have it open here, but I don't know if it's um, going to be actually, uh, you know, live in, uh, you know, following along the where I am. So let me know in the chat if any of this sounds familiar. You've been working on your book and gathering your ideas for years, and it still isn't done. You feel like you're drowning in writer's block. You're a high-impact entrepreneur, so busy training your team and being a CEO that your dream book has been on the back burner for what feels like ages. You've always known you were meant to write a book, but you just have no idea where to start. And you simply just don't have time to dedicate to writing a book because you're too busy handling everything else in your life and are in serious overwhelm. Perhaps you're suffering from imposter syndrome, asking yourself, who the heck is going to want to read what I have to say anyway? Does my voice even really matter? You know, or you're scared to step out and be more visible. Um, maybe your nervous system is just is not doesn't have the capacity to hold that level. Um, you don't feel like it has the capacity to hold that level of energy coming back at you when you become a published author let alone the rejection, right? So we're dealing with a lot of a lot of things, a lot of fears basically that show up as writer's block. So if any of that resonates for you, I just want you to know you're in the right place because this is where we need to start in order to create a consistent writing practice is to see what's not working so that we can shift it into something that is working. So um, I'm just going to see here. Put it in the, the, the Zoom chat. I want to, so you can see if it's coming. It's coming in real time for me. So. Oh, fabulous. <laughs> oh, great. Thank you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, here we go. Yes, you're calling to me. I feel you. I have a book in process, but it's paused. It's partway done. I've been wanting to write my life story for many years. Everyone who hears my story tells me I need to write a book. That's right. Everybody's story matters. Everybody has a book in them. I'm a publisher and I was not trained as a writer. My initial background is as a graphic designer and an artist. And then I became a psychotherapist and an art therapist. And then I, be, you know, I began designing books and working with, with um, in that part of the industry. And that's how it all kind of came together into the world of publishing. So everybody can do this. If I can do it, you can do it. So let's talk a little bit about creative flow, because that is the piece. This is the energetic we want to work with in order to get into alignment so that you can figure out what your next steps are going to be in terms of writing your story. So I'd like you to just imagine, you know, standing in the center of a twisting tornado, you're Dorothy and Wizard of Oz, you're spinning, 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 right? There's debris flying around you wildly, and the wind is trying to suck you up into this chaotic, crazy nightmare, right? But even with this chaos swirling around you, you actually feel really connected. Your feet are firmly planted on the ground. You feel the force of the hurricane around you, but yet you're flexible. You're like an empty hollow reed that can just sort of be there and receive it, but not get thrown off your track. Or you're like an hourglass. This is a visual that I love to use. If you can just imagine all the sand running down through the hourglass and down and out into the earth, 
So we're practicing getting empty. We're practicing emptying out all of the clutter that is in our system, in our energy body, in our emotional body, and in our brain so that we can be open to receive. And that's what the feminine is all about, being willing to let go, surrender, exhale, and just see and just witness. And so when we follow this type of practice, we can really open ourselves up to being written through, be the vessel that is being written through by the divine. And this is the vibration we're going for because that's magical. That's transformative. That is a high, high, high vibration, the highest vibration to be able to let the divine be your co-author, right? Because we're divine humans. So we have that aspect of us, that divine aspect of us is our higher self is that part of us that desires to share the truth, no matter what, because, you know, when we clear everything that's in the way of that, like shame or fear, that truth is so powerful. Your words have power. And so we want to focus on creating that flow state. Like I was talking about in the middle of the hurricane, we're, we're solid, we're grounded, we're flexible, and we are able to just be in the flow of whatever is needed in the moment. And we can shift in the moment to become what is needed in the moment in order to keep the field steady, in order to keep our own selves steady, and in order to hold that vibration, right, of the open heart with clear boundary. So this is you in a flow state, right, where you can fluidly call forward whatever is needed in that moment for the highest good of all. And this is what sovereignty is all about. This is about right use of power. And so this is one of my values and one of our company values here at Flower of Life Press, because with with sovereignty, we want to ask ourselves those questions. Wait, am I doing this for me? Is it because I want to, you know, make a million dollars and be famous and, you know, be, you know, receive that sort of ego gratification? Or is this serving a purpose for the reader? That's the question I want you to ask yourself first is how will my book serve my reader? Because without that, then we get into the ego and then we get into all of the writer's block and then we get into an inauthentic message that will not resonate. So it's really about getting clear on your truth, clearing everything that's in the way of you expressing that, and then holding your power and using your power for good. That's what a benevolent queen does. So when you're in this flow state, this is also where the juicy downloads come in, right? So if you can get yourself into this flow state every day, this is what a writer needs to do in my, in my estimation. Get yourself into a flow state right before you sit down to write, because that is going to change everything. And you will notice how the words just flow through you as you become that empty vessel expressing the truth through the divine partnership. So this assures, you know, when you're in this flow state and anything can get you into this flow state, right? The dancing, the movement, meditation, deep breathing, setting up your environment. Like I've got incense burning. I've got these essential oils here. I've got, you know, my truth spray. I have my 
my, um, my tools, like my priestess tools around me to help me get my vibration into this place of flow. And when you're in this space, you know that you're embodying, you're embodying your authentic truth. You're not just thinking it through and strategizing it all. You're embodying it. And I know that's what a huge message of this retreat is all about is embodying that, right? So we know that fear can get in the way of this. And many of us are still, I know I am still every day, you know, really focused on landing in my body and feeling my body and feeling my feelings as opposed to being in my head all day. And I'm really so over it, right? I'm so over seeing women struggle and feel like they're trapped in this quicksand of the patriarchy, right? Or of like what society expects of them. Um, and it's, it becomes a self-rigidity. It becomes like a cage that we're trapped inside of. So this sister is your clarion call to come out of hiding, to live your legacy, to create an archive and be fueled, you know, by the energy of these times to really write your book and to write truth and to just get it done, you know, and it's so much easier when we do it together. So that's why I'm really excited to, to share the following writing practice with you today and the ritual that goes with it so that you can pivot out of these old stories like, who am I to write a book? No one's going to care. And pivot from that vibration into a deeply grounded mindset of like, I'm feeling passion. I'm feeling sacredness. I'm feeling my own unique way of expressing myself and I'm me and that's enough. And that's, that's perfect. Right. So I want you to really imagine yourself now succeeding, you know, holding that book in your hand after you've gone through this process of birthing it elevating your vibration and, and just ascending, like this is part of your ascension, you know, um, being able to speak truth and be bold with your voice. This is the opposite of how we've been trained and how we've been living for thousands of years. And it's really yours to claim. And so let's go for it. Right. Doesn't that sound good? So, okay. So what I'd like you to start with now is get your pen and your paper, and I'm going to ask you some questions. And we're going to take a few minutes to journal on these questions. And so I'm going to put them into the chat box as well. But first, I'm going to just start by reading one. Um, and we'll have like a minute or two, you know, per question. So um, probably for the next five, 10 minutes is when we're going to be doing this portion. Okay. So the first question is, how am I feeling right now about writing my book? And I would like for you to write this down. You can also paste it into the chat box if you'd like, but this is more for you. This is not for, for me. Um, although I am witnessing you all in this moment, answer this question. How am I feeling right now about writing my book?
Okay, great. Now that you've written down how you're feeling, you've identified it, are those feelings positive or negative? When you feel into your gut, are those negative thoughts really true? I'm going to mute out this car alarm while you write, are these feelings really true? The negative ones. Or are they actually false beliefs? Do you think they're true, but they're really not? Or are they really true? And as you're identifying these beliefs, these negative beliefs, perhaps, that may or may not be true, are you allowing those those limiting beliefs to um, limit your opportunity or your ideas? Are you allowing these negative beliefs about writing to limit your own self-expression? Some of us, some of you may feel, I'm excited, I'm ready. So if that's the case, that's amazing. And that's wonderful. That's what we're going for. And also, I'd like you to just feel one layer deeper. You know, feel into your solar plexus, into the third chakra, and feel, where am I not in my power around this because of a belief that I have? And how have I doubted my ability or my capacity to write my book? How have I been doubting myself? Just keep writing. Try not to think about it too much. Just let it flow out of you through your arm and the pen onto the page. How have I been doubting my ability or capacity to write and follow through with this? When you feel into your body, into your gut, This is where you can really get the clarity around something that's true or not true. 
So if you feel into your body right now around the doubt or the limiting beliefs or whatever it is that's been in the way, where in your body do you feel some tightness or nervousness or discomfort? And just send some love to your body wherever you feel those sensations. And now I'd like you to answer this question too. What would happen if I decided that writing my book was easy? What would happen if I decided that writing my book was easy? And what would happen if I chose to believe that I had all that I needed inside of me already? Okay, so now that you've had a chance to explore this a little bit, to feel into your body where the tension might be, and you've identified any belief that you might have that could stand in your way, um, I would like for you to take out a separate piece of paper. And if it's in your journal, you may want to tear a piece out. This is the piece of paper that you will burn later. And on that piece of paper, I would like for you to make a list of all of the negative thoughts and beliefs that you identified. So just transfer them from your original answers over to this fresh piece of paper, this list of, of negative beliefs. Okay, so when you've got that list, just take a moment to close your eyes for a second and take a deep, deep breath and just feel into a vision of what your life will look like or feel like when you actually sell your first copy of your book. So dropping in to feel what it would feel like or look like in your life when you sell your first copy. 
or perhaps it's when your book hits the bestseller list. How will that feel? Anchor that feeling in. Anchor it deeply in to your center point. And let yourself experience it through all of your senses, what this might feel like. Holding your book in your hands, looking at it, seeing those numbers on Amazon when you hit bestseller, receiving the accolades from your family and your friends and your colleagues and your clients who have read your book and are blown away and transformed by it. That's what's possible and what you will create when you choose to create that. And so I'd like you to ask yourself, you know, really honestly, really, really honestly right now, am I ready to open up to receive the floodgates of abundance that are possible for me? Am I ready to receive the majesty of a sovereign queen who can speak what's real and share it and not fall apart. You know, and if you feel any doubt coming up, like, oh, no, I'm not ready. I can't. That's okay. Just continue to feel into this, you know, possibility. And eventually the doubt will start to just dissolve. And the truth, the belief, the new belief of, yes, I can write a book and it could go bestseller and everybody can love it. And I can receive so much fulfillment from knowing that I've helped people. I've entertained people. I've given them something, something to help create increase in their life. So now what we're going to do is we're going to go a little bit more granular. Okay, so we're going to pivot those negative beliefs into something else, into something positive. So um, take a new fresh piece of paper. This is your third piece of paper now, and it's fine if you leave it in your journal. And I'd like for you to draw a line all the way down the center. So you have two columns. And in the left column, again, list out those negative beliefs. Just make that list again on the left. You can just copy from the one you just made. And then in the right column, we're going to write down across from it the exact opposite. And as you're writing down the exact opposite of the negative belief on the other col- in the other column, you're going to say it out loud three times. So here's an example. If in the left column, my belief is I don't have any ideas. My new belief in the right column might be I receive divine ideas for my book with ease and grace. It is done. It is done. It is done. Okay. So you're going to say it out loud and you're going to add it is done. It is done. It is done at the end. I'm going to put this example in the chat box. Another example might be, 
the left column negative belief might be or limiting belief might be, I am too busy and tired to figure this out. And the new belief could be, I am energized and focused. I commit to the process and practice of writing, knowing that I am fully supported. It is done. It is done. It is done. Here's a third example. The left negative belief being there is no point in writing because nobody's going to care what I have to say anyway. On the opposite column, I would write the right people easily discover my book and receive inspiration so they can take action to change their lives. It is done. It is done. It is done. So let me know if you have any questions about this, but right now you've got two columns going. You've got your left, on the left column, you've got your negative beliefs that you've identified already. And on the right column, now you're writing the new story, the new belief to replace the, uh, the one in the left column. So I'll just give you a couple more minutes to finish that. And remember, after you write the new belief, the new affirming life affirming belief, be sure to read it out loud and say three times, it is done, it is done, it is done at the end. Okay. So if you've not had a chance to finish, that's fine. You can finish this later. You can take it up again, spend more time on this and really, you know, dig deeper. If you're feeling like you can't quite grab what those limiting beliefs might be, where you might be stuck. So you can take your time with this. Um, but the instructions now we're done with this portion. The instructions now are to burn your list of old beliefs, which is that second piece of paper with just the list of the old beliefs. And so you can find a place to safely burn this, you know, a fireplace, a fire pit, a burning, um, an ashtray or something like that. Um, and then just burn it and let it all go and just witness it go, witness it burn, witness as your fears are alchemized back to love, courage, 
and prosperous creativity. And once it's finished burning, you can express deep gratitude to the universe for taking these negative fears from you and composting them, right? And making space for this new creative abundant flow inside of you that you can flow out and express yourself with. And when when you do this and you really trust this, you trust that you have the power to transmute those old fears and blocks into something positive. You have the power to do that. And you'll just be amazed at how your words will flow when you are in that flow state and you allow yourself to get there and to clear out anything that's in the way. So that is the end of our um, divine power pivot exercise. Thank you so much for playing along with me. And I can't wait to hear and see what some of your responses are. So good. I was doing it too. (laughs) I was like, oh, I get to ask a question. So I'll put um, questions, comments, you know, let them come through the chat. Okay. And I'll share what I'll share a question that I'm sure I'm not alone with. And I think we've talked about this before. So I've been getting a lot of downloads, like you're going to be right. You're going to write, you're going to write a story. You're going to write a book. Yeah. Um, and I know I've got a story to tell, but I think what came through was, you know, what do you tell people that have a like, you know, that maybe there's, there's obviously other parties involved, right? Like it's family or it's intimate relationships, or maybe there's trauma. We talked a lot about that yesterday. Um, yeah. So what would you say if it's, you know, you're not in a place to disclose information about others or family or private information? Yeah. Okay. So really number one is safety, Mm -hmm. you know, and creating safety for yourself as you're going through the process of writing, because when you're writing and remembering the story and pulling it back through there, there could be a tendency to re-traumatize yourself unless you're really, you've got support, you know? Um, so it is a transformative journey to write your book. And I tell people this all the time. It's a heroine's journey. You're probably going to deep dip down into the underworld before you come back out again, especially for those of us who have had trauma. Most of us have to some degree or another. So safety is number one. If you are in any doubt of your safety, then don't do it. Don't do it. I've had clients who are in court disputes um, based around domestic violence situations And it's just not safe yet, right? But there's a lot you can do in the meantime. You can research, you can plan, you can do all the prep and planning stuff to know that when the time is right, you can go there. Another thing you can do is write fiction. When you write fiction, you have liberty to change things, change details, change the storyline a little bit, change the plot, just change it enough, you know, so that you're getting your themes and your messages across through the parable of a story, of a novel, of fiction. So it does not have to throw anybody under the bus or put you in a situation, right? The, 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 other, the final response I have to that is that this is true for all of us. We are all afraid of what our family might think, of what people are going to say, of you know, hurting somebody's feelings, of creating disruption in the family dynamics. Well, that might be part of your job 
as an initiator, as a writer of truth, as a truth teller, to be real and let it be okay, no matter what people think or say or do. That's what I'm really talking about when it comes down to sovereignty. It's really about trusting that it's all divine, no matter what happens, no matter what gets thrown at you, and that you have the capacity to hold that energy without falling apart. Oh my gosh, I wrote that down. Like I'm putting that on the post-it. What did it, what was it? The majesty of a sovereign queen who can speak what's real and not fall apart. <laughs> yes. Right. <laughs> we owe it. Like we owe it to ourselves. We owe it to, you know, the divine feminine. We owe it to the world. We owe it to, to, um, to each other, to crack through, you know, to break through the BS and to speak what's real. And it's always a risk there. There is, you know, writing is risky, sharing your truth, how you feel, identifying it, speaking out loud, creating new levels of conscious communication with people in your life. This is risky, but without risk, there is no truth. Oh my gosh. What just actually came through is ISIS clearly is speaking to, you know, like I would just remember ISIS talking about like on the papyrus, like all of her teachings that eventually just got burned and basically got changed and eventually went away. You know, the divine feminine, like all of her teachings had, had went away you know, when she was here as an ascended master and that it's like, oh my gosh, this is the safest time to be alive, to speak our truth, to like have it in writing for future generations to be able to, you know, carry that with us. And, um, Ooh, it was so good. And what's amazing is I did already know that, you know, it's like, yeah, there's a part of us, right. That's like, oh, later, because that's easier to say, you know, and really what that's doing is holding us back, right? Like that's the people pleasing coming through and that's where it's really selfish. It's not, it's not being of service. That's how I look at it. Right. Exactly. Um, That egoic, that's that other sovereign piece. Is this for me or is this serving somebody? Like when you know that you're serving, you know, I don't know if anybody has seen the Netflix series called made. Oh my God. M-A-I-D. The most amazing series. I loved it. I loved it. And it's based on a book. Um, Andy McDowell is one of the actresses plus her daughter who plays the main character. And it's a story about domestic violence. And it's based on a book by a woman who wrote her memoir about her journey. And it is the most powerful series I've seen in a long time. And I just feel so, I just adore this author and all of the actors and everybody who said yes to that project because it changed me, you know? And it's like, just to see a woman bounce back from that, from her oppression, to be able to like change her life and to be able to, you know, share the story. And here it is now with Andy McDowell and her daughter. It's crazy. It's it's just, it's a beautiful journey. And, you know, the path of the heart And the path of being a truth teller is not always pretty. We know that. And that's the other piece here is that we are not only building our capacity to hold more energy coming at us and deflect what isn't going to serve us, but we're also, um, I just lost my train of thought. We are also um, building our capacity. Shoot. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I just lost it. What gets to come through comes through. Yeah. What gets to come through comes through. 
Um, well, yeah. So what's what I'm feeling before we jump off? There's one question from Vivian and I, I love her question. And obviously um, it's about the current state of the world, but I wanted to share, you know, Gabriella Taylor is, you know, a world renowned author and, you know, relationship uh, truth teller coach, but really it's about unconditional love. And she had deep, I mean, she went in, you know, detail yesterday about brutal sexual trauma and how mm. she's been able, right? Like, right. So yeah. she could have gone so many different ways. And now she is literally an ordained minister, like walking the life of unconditional love is an author, truth teller, sharing, speaking. I mean, I'm getting goosebumps yes. and she just radiates unconditional love. And that's, it right like that is that's it that's it right that's what we're doing we're create we're raising our vibration so we can create increase in the field for others on that horizontal axis by staying vertically aligned with source and letting source do it like we're just receiving like okay i'm a messenger of source here just the conduits right we're the conduits (laughs) right and now like you said now is the time it is time to create archives because in 200 years, when we're gone, your book could be found somewhere mm-hmm. like the Nag Hammadi Gospels, right? I mean, this is important to capture mm-hmm. what's happening for women right now at this time in history, the truth of what's happening. Thanks so many, like, my Kundalini is like, I mean, my mission is to share 1 million women's voices. And it, just, if you want to link arms with me, I am ready. Let's do this. So I think this is really powerful right now, um, you know, because speaking about the current situation, controversies, polarity, I'm feeling it too. And, Mm -hmm. you know, Vivian was asking what about like, right, like stepping into that as a truth teller, obviously, I I have a feeling I know what you're going to say. But would you have any words of wisdom for Vivian right now? About stepping into this role? Yeah, like sharing, it sounds like she's got to like just using her voice writing, however, it comes through communication wise, as to being a truth teller with the current state of the world. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, my, my, um, let's see, let me just feel into that for a second. I just want to say, Vivian, you're not alone. You're never alone on this quest to be, um, to be on the path of the heart and to be, you know, that initiator for other people. So use your discernment. That's why discernment is so important right now, because there may be appropriate times to to show up and speak up. And there may be just as appropriate times to sit back and listen and observe and witness. And so you get to feel into in the moment, is this the right time? Am I ready for any backlash? Because, you know, this is how I cleared a lot of my shame. I had an experience where I was married and I fell in love with my boss, had an affair, got fired. I mean, the whole, you know, he's now my husband and it's been 15 years, but I've had to go through a lot of rewiring around releasing shame. And the way I did it was just, I outed my story and I had a lot of backlash from like my ex-in-laws and whatnot and my ex. And I just continue to sort of face it. And like, see what is the, what is the lesson for me and, and not take it on as mine, but own my part. So let it be a reflection back for me to grow. And now I'm just not afraid. I don't judge myself anymore. I'm not, I just don't hold that energy. And now I have space for, for other stuff to come through. And I think it does help other people understand that this is, it happens. We're human. We're flawed. We're 
imperfect. Life happens before we actually have the tools to know how to do it right, you know? And we talked a lot about, right, the, like, the wholeness, right? And and it doesn't matter where we're at on our heron's journey, like, it still comes through, like, the programming still comes through, like, we still have our moment, like, the shadow, like, all of the work continues to just... It always continues. Yeah. yeah, they're like little, they're like little tendrils of, um, of weeds, like coming up through the garden. And so you have to do like energy microsurgery all the time, you know, where is that belief coming from? I grabbed it. I felt it. How can I rewire it? You know, so it's, it's like grabbing those threads as they come up because they keep popping up and that's what it's, that's what's supposed to happen. There's no such thing as perfection or a finish line when it comes to our own evolution. So good. And, you know, one thing that I'm thinking with Vivian, like what's created safety for me is, you know, like being in communities of Astara is like being in this community, you know, all of us together, you know, pulling each other forward through this, that creates safety. And also, you know, it's like cheering each other on and knowing that others are walking the walk and feeling like, Ooh, okay, I do have a story instead of the, who am I? It's like, Ooh, okay. And then also the shame or the guilt or the, I don't feel ready. You know, all of that gets to get presence. And I think just presencing it, like I loved, you know, the affirmations, that's why just speaking it, writing it, sharing it with one person just to start has been really helpful for me. And then it's created the confidence to keep going. And it's like, oh gosh, like I do want to write a story. Like I do want to write a book. So yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's awesome. I okay, love well, that. that you- oh, go ahead. Oh, well, accountability and that partnership is really a wonderful way to get started, to find a writing partner and just share the experience together so that you can bounce off those ideas and fears and find new ways to mm-hmm. you know, move through it. Well, the divine's my writing partner. I love that. My co-author is yes. <laughs> written by Lindsay and Goddess. <laughs> so fun. Okay, so Natalie. So we've got a lot of artists here too, right? Like this is all creative forms of expression. But can you yeah. touch on creative resistance with art? Yes. So I'm an artist and a, a fine artist, and that's how I started as a portal into soul work. That's why I became an art therapist because art is the portal into the soul. So it's like the remedy. It's the antidote to the problem, right? Um, If you're resistant to making art, then just ask yourself, where am I resistant to going in, you know, to, to allowing myself to get into flow? Am I perpetuating the old pattern of crazy, frenetic, chaotic energy and resistant to like letting it all go and surrendering and softening into the feminine? Yes. Like, but you're not alone. This is, it's like minute to minute we're doing this. Right. So just let it be okay. Don't judge yourself and notice it, write it down and write the opposite and then say it out loud and say, it is done. It is done. It is done because your word is everything. It is the vibration of the command Mm -hmm. of the hologram that you are creating as your life. You are the creatrix. You are the goddess embodied on the planet, expressing herself through the vessel of you. I receive all of that. And, oh gosh, there was something that came through before we jumped off. And now it's just like, because I just received all of that. It'll come to me. 
Oh, because we have right creative expression. Like for me, it's through movement. It's through dance. Like for some, it's writing, it's creative writing, it's art. It's that is the divine feminine. Like it is the creation, all of creation. Right. So this isn't, you know, that this can be applied into so many different avenues and you'll notice that they all start. Like I notice I, I used to paint when I was younger and now that's wanting to come through, right? Like all of this can just continue to integrate and elevate. And um, yes, it's so healing. It's so healing to allow our sacral chakra to come online. This is the same energy as sexual energy too. So plan on creating a lot more orgasmic energy in your life. That's what we are cultivating here. Creative orgasmic, the energy of life, right? That's what we're tapping into. And so you can just focus on that sacral chakra. And I like to work with my throat, my heart, and my sacral and do like a figure eight of, um, of energy, like through meditation to just connect those three. Cause I don't want to bypass my heart and then say something or write something that bypasses the heart. Right. So like that flow, we want to keep that flow open right in here. Um, and I'm not even talking about the upper realms, right. Of receiving. This is just simply like staying in your body so you can feel it. There's so many golden threads. Like it's so on purpose. We, you know, we were just <laughs> talking about those three chakras, I think, earlier today. So yes, so totally. Amazing. All right, love. What thank a thank you powerful... so much, Lindsay, and everybody for being here. And I love it. I'm just so excited yeah. to have been in, in your presence. Thank you. So juicy. You look so radiant. Thank you for your share. And we will connect soon. Okay. Much love. Take care. Bye bye. Thank you so much for your presence and contribution in tuning in today. If you found value from this episode, I invite you to take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram. You can tag me at Lindsay Martin Ellis. I always love hearing from you. So I invite you to send me a love note via direct message and share your experience and ahas. Also, I have a beautiful free offering for you if you have not already taken advantage of my free quiz to discover your unique soul's blueprint so that you can activate your feminine frequency and embody more of you. You can find the link below in the show notes. And lastly, I invite you to leave a rating and review if any of my content in these podcast episodes resonates. This is the best and most effective way to support this podcast in reaching more people awakening around the globe. You can simply leave a quick review to share what you love most about my teachings and how this has impacted your life. Thanks again so much for being here from the bottom of my heart. And we'll see you next week for another episode of Soulshine Radio. Sending so many love and blessings.